Welcome to God and Cancel Culture, the new podcast that goes along with my new book by the same name. I'm Stephen Strang, and I'm sharing the interviews that went into the book, and one of them is with Dr. Stella Emanuel from Houston, Texas. She's one of the frontline doctors who've been canceled left and right, but she is not only an excellent medical doctor with very good credentials, but she is a fiery woman of God, as you'll hear. And I actually did an entire chapter on COVID and this interview that you're about to hear, the actual interview, which we transcribed. And then I use some of it, of course, in the book, not all of it. So you get to hear the actual interview with Dr. Stella Emanuel. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Strang Report with Steve Strang on the Charisma Podcast Network. This episode was produced to discuss and address issues within our nation and around the world from a Christian worldview. Dr. Emanuel, you have really been attacked because of some of the things you have said publicly, mainly having to do with COVID-19. And first of all, or at least this is the way I first heard of you, is about hydroxychloroquine. And I even had a podcast with you about it, but so much has happened since then. Kind of bring me up to date and tell me about how you have been attacked and how you've been canceled because of the stands you've taken. Yeah, well, um, like I said, uh, from the beginning of the uh, so-called pandemic, why I call it so-called pandemic, because I really do believe that this whole thing has been hyped just for the globalist agenda. So from the beginning of this, you know, we found out that hydroxychloroquine works. And I really found that out from reading an article that was written on Dr. Anthony Fauci in 2005. So we started treating patients and we're doing very well. And then, of course, we started telling doctors and on Facebook and Twitter and everything, and they did not want to hear it. So that is how we got together. That's even how I got connected to Simone Gold, who put together the um, uh, American Frontline Doctors Program uh, uh, conference in 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 Washington, D.C. So we went for that conference and uh, I just knew that after a while, I just knew that this was like really getting crazy and crazy. I was getting sinister and I knew it was no, no longer really about medicine because uh, we was, it looked like all these things that we we're saying about medicine were not being followed. For example, um, if you tell somebody that I've taken care of 300 patients and they are all well, they said, no, 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 we can't accept that, except you do a double-blinded control study. Or you tell somebody that this medication is working. Uh, we treated 50 patients in the hospital, in like a doctor here, Dr. Armstrong treated 50-something patients in the hospital, and they got well, I mean, in, in the nursing home, you know, so, and then they attacked him. So after a while, we realized that this was really not about medicine, that there was something really sinister going on. So by the time we got to going to Washington, D.C., I I knew that the battle was not a medical battle much. It was a propaganda battle. It was a spiritual battle. So when we're going to D.C., I basically told my family, I said, you know, as I'm going to D.C., if I don't come back, if I perish, I perish. You know, like it is like Esther. If you, most people that have been willing to perish, God always protects them. Anyway, so when we got to D.C., that was the situation I was in when I got to D.C. I was ready to lay it all out. So, And I do believe, looking back at what happened, uh, we could not have planned to go that level of viral. But the whole world was caged under fear, the whole world. In fact, everybody was like, we're all going to die. You know, the whole world was caged under fear. And uh, that 
day was like a watershed moment and the Lord just really used my voice to break this spirit of fear over the nations. You know, it was, it was such a, it was so spirit for me that, um, like I said, I'm a woman of God. I'm a prayer warrior. I'm a deliverance minister. I'm a, I'm, my, my calling is prophetic. For me, it was very spiritual. I mean, all the other doctors were there. We had a training all day, but there was an anointing because we had been praying and praying for the nation all through. There was anointing from the Holy Spirit that came on that day when I spoke that broke something in the spirit. And that breaking in the spirit just, I mean, no, nothing has ever gone that viral, ever, that fast. I think within like four hours, we're like at maybe 20 million views. And at some point, they just cut my clip and it was going. And then people started tweeting it. And of course, then the president tweeted it and all hell broke loose. The, I mean, the devil, um, I believe this was actually the devil. I know he, he walked through people, but he was like, stop her, cancel her, shut her up. There were many doctors there that day. They did not touch them. I mean, they tried to stop them from talking about hydroxychloroquine, but they attacked me. They attacked my spiritual life. They went and pulled up my messages. And they attacked me and they, they turned me to be some cook. And then, then they called me Donald Trump's demon sperm doctor. I've never met Trump. You know, so with all that, the bottom line was to just shut me up. And of course, knowing that a lot of conservative media, a lot of Christian media are so terrified when they when they left is saying something, it shut me up. It shut me up. The, I was supposed, I mean, the day the day after that, I was supposed to wait. This thing happened on a Monday. On Tuesday, I had an interview with Hannity and it was canceled. I had an interview with uh, some other uh I can't remember that. That too was cancelled. And then so, and then I said, even Christian media, a lot of people in the Christian media, they would talk about me, but they never spoke to me. You know, so it was more like, we don't want to talk to her. She's controversial. Remember, Steve, even when you and I were supposed to, you were supposed to, you called me that we should do a book. And he was like, oh no, they're not going to let her do it. You're too controversial. So at the end of the day, they tried to shut me up. Obviously, you're not shut up. But you know, uh, that viral what, video, they finally, mm-hmm. Facebook or whoever, didn't they actually take that down? Oh, they were had- taking it down as fast as people were putting it back up. They were taking it down. In fact, all through to today, if you go, if you do a show on YouTube or on Facebook and you advertise that you're going to have me on your show, they're going to send you a warning that if you say anything, they're going to take you down. So, you know, so they still do it here today. I mean, Twitter, I had about maybe 200,000 Twitter followers and then they kind of drop it down to like 150. And then I said something that about two weeks ago, three weeks ago, that hydroxychloroquine is a treatment for COVID. And uh, uh, what do you call it? Twitter took me down. So, yes, so they are still trying to shut us down. But I do believe that the reason they are shutting us down is because they want to put a barrier between the masses hearing the information that they need to be safe. This whole thing, it's, it's, it's very, it's, um, I would just say, um, it's very sinister. This is not just happening in America, Steve. It's happening all over the nations of the world. All over the nations of the world. People are calling me from everywhere, from the Bahamas, Texas and Caicos, from South Africa, Australia, and Brazil. In fact, I recently did a, um, a documentary with a, a young man in Brazil. And it's the same thing. There are always young doctors that are hearing that this treatment work and they want to take care of patients. And there's always some director in the hospital saying, no, 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 let them die. No, 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 it doesn't work. Don't bring it up. Governments are shutting it down, not just here, but all over. So there's been a medical council culture going all over the world. And the bottom line is, if there is an effective treatment for COVID, 
then they cannot sell their genetic modifying uh, experimental vaccine, which is not, yet. so they cannot have emergency use for the vaccines if there's an effective treatment. So bottom line has been that initially everybody thought this was about the President Trump and um, people thought, oh, it's prosecuted Trump. And like I'm, I had a documentary in Brazil, they are treating the Brazilian president the same way. It had nothing to do with President Trump. It really was just, um, there's, a, there's a diabolic cabal around the world that wants people to be injected with mRNA, which is a genetic modifying chemical or call it a genetic modifying biological agent. And uh, there's a lot that is going with that. So this whole thing is about vaccines, about selling vaccines, about making sure that the 7 billion people in the world are injected with this genetic modifying vaccine, which is killing people. So there's a cabal. And what I say that uh, is deep and is, uh, is serious. Why I say it's deep and it's serious is because number one is everywhere in the world. Number two, there are people in all walks of life that are partaking in this craziness. There are, you know, there are people in their pharmacies, there are doctors, there are um, health workers, and there are media people everywhere, not just in this country, all over the world. And their whole job is to make sure humanity does not hear that COVID, number one, is not as major as they make it sound. Number two, COVID is not as deadly as they make it sound. Number three, there's effective treatment and prevention. And number four, nobody needs a vaccine. And of course, nobody is hearing that the vaccine will kill them eventually, probably, because of the way these vaccines are made. So this has been the problem. And we, we, we're crying out and we're speaking, and especially uh, being a child of God and being a minister of the gospel and seeing pastors, major ministers, coming out and telling their congregation to take a vaccine. And I know that we already know because from documentations all the way from the, um, the deep state, they are really, um, they've given money to a lot of pastors to do this. And it's just sad that even pastors have become wolves in sheep's clothing, sending their people out to be slaughtered. You know, so there's a whole lot of information that is supposed to come out. A whole lot. Most doctors that are bringing out information saying this vaccine is dangerous. It should not be used in people. We don't know what its effects were shut down. So, so we you're shut down if you say there's effective treatment, and you're shut down if you talk about if you talk anything against the vaccine. So that's the situation that we're in. It's so sad that for us at this time, it's so sad that for us, you know, for, for mankind, that we're in a position where uh, you know everything is just being stopped and we don't know what to do. And people are people are like, people don't know what to do, people don't know what to say. So we're really in that situation, and it's so sad, but that is the situation that we're in. And the medical council culture has affected not just us that talked about hydroxychloroquine. I remember we've been using ivermectin for a long time. Nobody said anything about it. And then some doctors came out in Texas and said that ivermectin works. Now they are canceling ivermectin. So the bottom line is they need to stop any form in any way where this COVID can be treated. And just because they want to sell vaccines and um, they want to sell this uh, demonic agent called vaccine. And there's a lot of sinister stuff with that. There's so much sinister stuff going on right now. And I know that a lot of people don't know about it. And a lot of people don't want, want to know. They just want to stick their head in the sand. But the humanity as we know it is in grave danger. Grave danger because of this vaccine that's being injected in people. If you go, um, let's look at some of the, this thing like Moderna. Moderna prides itself by being a human software hacker. They want to hack human software. 
So Modena really says that they are not, I mean, the, the, uh, one of the directors in Modena did a, did a video on TED Talk that he said that. So that is, you know, it's, they're not hiding it. So they, they know that they want to hack human software. And um, they are giving this messenger RNA vaccine. The crazy part about it is that even if we take off the spiritual aspect, which I'm going to talk about, just look at the fact that when they, we had SARS-CoV-1 and they, used, they tried to get a vaccine for SARS-CoV-1 and they, use, they tried to use this messenger RNA vaccines, when this, they use ferrets, ferrets have the same respiratory system, like they are respiratory, similar to human respiratory system. When they gave the ferrets the vaccines, when they went into the wild and they got confronted with the wild virus, a lot of them died. This is all so interesting, and you're covering so much material, and yes. and you're actually interviewing yourself. You're asked, you're mm-hmm. giving me answers on all the things I wanted to talk about. But let's just walk through this one by one because you were a victim very early of cancel culture, where they took down this video that millions of people were interested in. And that right there made me suspicious. You know, what? I'm not a medical person. When I first heard about it, I didn't really have an opinion. But I very quickly came to believe that the frontline doctors were right. And that mm-hmm. is why we've had certain coverage that we've had and why I had you on the podcast. And then, and I'll just say on a personal basis, I admire you so much because a lot of times the goal of the cancel culture is to make people shut up, if that's the right word to use. They want to intimidate you into silence, but it sounds to me like you're as just on fire as ever and you don't seem a bit intimidated. How has this affected you personally? I would say that personally, like I said, when this all started, I kind of got, I do believe that it has like hindered my voice or the level that my voice could have reached because a lot of people that would have talked to me got scared that, if they talk to me, um, you know, or if they published me or if they, you know, uh, I remember um, when uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani had me on his podcast and they attacked him. Oh, why would you talk to her? She believes in demons and aliens. And I'm like, I'm a doctor. When you go to see a doctor, do you ask what they believe in? You know, nobody, you have doctors that have like really, really strange belief. I'm like, what do you mean by what I believe in? We went to DC to talk about medical treatment. I'm a licensed physician. We didn't go there to talk about my personal beliefs. And so what if I believe in aliens and demons? It, a lot of you that are talking are probably aliens and demons, you know? So, so yeah, so that was, um, so when one of the reporters here came to talk to me, I told him, I said, listen, I'm not scared of any of them. You know, I don't, I don't, I, they, they should come after me. It's going to be on. Texas board tried to come after me and it was just a whole lot, you know? So they tried to intimidate me, and I do believe that in some ways they, 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 they stifled my voice. That, And because of, I would say that the cancel culture did not just come from the crazy leftists. It also came from the, um, I do believe that the right or the right-wing media and the Christian media, they silenced me too because they didn't want to. I saw them having, like I'll see, media, Christian media, having interviews with a lot of other members of the, the, um, the American frontline doctors that are not even Christians. 
and they will not talk to me. You know, they will talk about me. I'll hear people say a lot about oh, how's Dr. Stella doing? Or then they will play a clip of my video in their stuff, but they will not talk to me. And even they did that on Fox News a lot, played my clip. People think oh, I was on Fox News, I was never there. We were supposed to go have a meeting with the vice president the next day, and they, they canceled me. Was I mean a whole lot of stuff, a whole lot of stuff was canceled. And but I just it's just that when God has a hand upon your life, the devil cannot shut you up. That's just that's all I would say. Because they tried, they tried, they tried in many ways. Until today, they still have a lot of places where I could have been a voice. And then it's so sad though, because I have a bold voice. I I have an I have um both the medical and the spiritual implications of this thing. And um, I have a bold voice. I don't have any problem telling the truth. I, I was recently on um, One American News, and I just told them, I said, well, they, they don't want to talk about hydroxychloroquine because they want to sell vaccines. I said, this pandemic is not all that it's got out to be. They're lying. You know, I'm just, I'm just one of those, the few people that have no fear because I'm a child of God. So I have a bold voice. Most other people there, the the filter what they say in the cancer culture filter i don't you know i will say what i have to say i said you know people you're in danger don't take the vaccine it's going to kill you but people don't you know so there are a whole lot of things and a lot, lot of doctors out there are sounding the alarm but they're not listening each time they do they cancel them you know and uh, we are in danger humanity is in danger humanity as we know it is in danger bill gates had a tech talk several years ago and said that um you know, these people are eugenists, you know, population. They believe that um, the problem of the world, the earth, is human is human beings. You know, God gave the earth to human beings, not the human beings for the earth. The earth was created for humanity, not humanity for the earth. So, but they believe that the problem of the world, the problem of the earth, global warming and everything is us human beings. So they need to eliminate some of us. This is a true belief. If you go from deep from where Bill Gates' his parents and everything came from a group of line of eugenists. So a lot of these globalists, they do believe that, you know, the regular man, we're the, you know, we're the cause of global warming and we're the cause of Earth's problem and they need to eliminate us. And they, they do believe this seriously. They talk about it. They're holding a meeting. In fact, I think this week, even they're having a meeting, the UN is having a meeting on population control. So they don't have a problem killing a whole lot of people because they do believe that we're too many. They, they want to sterilize people, which is a real problem that this vaccine causes. It, it, it causes inflammation in the, in the uh, reproductive organs. A lot of the people that take it are gonna be sterilized. And they are doing this, this cancel culture is so much so that when people post that, I had a vaccine reaction or somebody died with a vaccine reaction. They are canceled by Facebook, by Twitter, by YouTube, by Google, by the media, by everybody. So at the end of the day, there is such a, a united front to cancel this that you, we can look back and say this is not humanly possible. It's not humanly possible to get every to get a pharmacist in some small town in Texas to say, no, I'm not filling the prescription because it doesn't work. Or some doctor in some hospital to like, I'm not going to treat patients. You know, there are directors in hospitals that have been bribed. You know, they, it was so good. They used so much money. They've given money to hospitals. For every patient you admit with COVID, you get about $13,000. If you intubate them, it's about $40,000. So hospitals have an incentive to intubate and kill people because, well, the COVID patients should not even be put on a ventilator except, and it should be very, very, very time. It should, it should be almost no other way to do it for you to put them on ventilator because most times the ventilator might actually kill them. So you they, know, in they, a way, this makes no sense. 
For example, we're hearing stories, as you mentioned, about the vaccine and people who take it getting blood clots and it killing certain people, and they're mm-hmm. trying to block that. Why? Yes. It maybe it's true, and then and maybe they'll take the vaccine and get killed themselves, you know, because nobody warned them. I, in fact, it, it's hard to believe that people, you know, if anything, we should have we should suspend our opinion until time or studies or other things show what's right or not. It makes no sense, and I think you're right. There's a spiritual dimension to it because it's some kind of blindness, and yes. you have. You are a minister of the gospel. You've talked about this before, but talk to me about the spiritual aspect of, you know, this demonic attack, I think you've even called it. Yeah, it's a demonic attack on humanity. It actually puts us smack into Revelation. And I do believe that this past few weeks, I've been reading Revelation over and over. And I do believe that this is not the timing of God for the end times, you know. But right now, there's supposed to be an end time revival. The, doc, the Bible talks about it in the book of Daniel, in, in Genesis, even in, in the book of Matthew, Matthew 24. It says, This gospel of the kingdom will be preached to all nations for a witness. There'll be a witness of the power of God. You know, a hundred years ago, when Maria Eta was concluding the revival, there was a prophecy that came out that there was going to be a great revival a hundred years after that. Well, like, I think well, it was supposed to be 2013. Well, we're almost eight years late for that revival. And then, of course, many other prophecies, even Wilkerson, who also prophesied about this revival. Many people, uh, late Kim Clement, many people have prophesied about the end time revival. The Bible talks about it. The harvest of souls. God is coming for a church that is without spot or wrinkle. But right now, basically, the church is like dead in the valley of dry bones and straight smack in Babylon. You know, there's no, there's no moral compass there's no spiritual compass in the church even if you watch a lot of ministers online and on youtube and on tv and everything they're just prophesying the glory is coming they're not they're not digging anything deep spiritually they're not even talking about okay repent the bible says if my people that are called by my name you don't hear that you don't hear them calling the church to repentance calling the church to cry out to repentance so that god can actually come and heal our land None of that is being that all the glory is coming. You're going to your next level. You're catching your breakthrough. So a lot of our big ministers are still out there talking about catching their breakthrough. And now a lot of them are being bribed with a lot of money from the government to get their people to take this diabolic vaccine. I don't know whether it's because they don't know or they're just wolves. But the issue is that there are a lot of things that are crazy about this vaccine. If you go online and Google uh, COVID vaccine and luciferous, you will see that Moderna, Moderna actually used a lipid nanoparticle called luciferous to track the vaccine while it was being manufactured. I'm not sure whether the tracker was left in the vaccine, but I think it is. And I think in the future, they're going to tell us that they can scan you and let you and know whether you took the vaccine because it's in you. you know? And then um, Moderna says that. So now the vaccine tracker and Bill Gates did this quantum dot tattoo, and it, it and it was um, Bill Gates has this quantum dot tattoo that was did in the Rice University, and actually also has a biomarker, and the biomarker too is luciferous. And so luciferous, of course, is from Lucifer, the bearer of the light. So the Bible talks about in the book of Revelation, um, Revelation thirteen, fourteen, and fifteen talks about the mark of the beast, the name of the beast, and the number of the beast. So if you have the name of the beast on the inside of you, then you cannot be saved. 
So I do believe that right now they are trying to corrupt human genome spiritually by putting the name of the beast in them. But on a medical part, they want to also corrupting your genome so that will have, uh, they want to produce human, human 2.0. That is, you know, human and machine kind of together. And that is actually the whole idea of the Nephilim. They are not hiding it. So um, if they put this, if they inject you with this machine RNA vaccine, it goes into your system. It tells your DNA to produce proteins. There is, it continues to produce it, but there's no off switch. And then they come and top it. You know, you, you, they start upgrading you like software. They're like, okay, every every se some, several months you have to take the vaccine again. You know, so there are all this stuff that is is being put together. And now, so people are dying from the vaccine, and people are getting corrupted from the vaccine. And I do believe that the devil wants to do that right now while the church is so weak so that people can be corrupted so that even revival comes, they cannot be saved. But the devil doesn't understand that God is still able to redeem. The Lord was, we've been praying a lot. So we started um, a prayer program once this came back from, we started in August. This is today's day 253. We've been on prayer, 256. We've been on a prayer warfare, fighting for the nation, fighting for the people, judging these diabolic creatures. And one of the things I will keep saying is that, you know, the Lord has been telling us to do is to pray for redemption. People that have taken this vaccine, some of them have come to the church. We had a lady that took the vaccine, uh, uh, a minister of the gospel evangelist, and she heard me talk about it, and she was so terrified, so she came to the church, and we prayed for her. We prayed that the blood of Jesus, the same blood that redeemed us from our Adamic nature, is still the same blood that can redeem us from this, this diabolic deposit they put in our body. So, um, so we prayed for her, and you know, we prayed. We asked her to repent. She repented. She called for the blood of Jesus. She put herself under the blood, and we prayed for her. Steve, she told us that she's when we prayed, she said something. She she saw in the spirit like something got out of her right hand, like came out of her right hand. It was like an L shaped, like an L shaped chip came out of her right hand, and she felt better. So um, these are some of the spiritual stuff that we're dealing with. But I do believe they're trying to corrupt humanity. They want to give this this chip in your body. And uh, as we go ahead, Bill Gates want all 17 mil, all uh, 7 billion people on the earth to be vaccinated. And there are many countries that do not even have COVID until they started vaccinating them and then they started getting sick. We had a, a, something that came recently from, they actually just sent out um, this thing from UK that the third wave is coming and that third wave, the people are gonna die 60 to 70% of the people that are gonna die are people that took the vaccine. And they have some strange, you know, they have some, they have like some really strange reason for it. I'm not even sure, you know, it's just, you know, so it was, it was just weird. So, but they said uh, over 60%, 70% of people that took the vaccine are gonna be, so 60 to 70% of the deaths are going to be among those that took the vaccine. So people's lives are in danger. And uh, spiritually too, if you look into a lot of things concerning this vaccine, a lot of the parents are like 0606066666. In May, there was um, a bill that was set in Congress, the um, HR6666 bill, and the, the bill was supposed to be able to do contact tracing, tracking, and provide money for people to help with contact tracing and tracking for this vaccine. And I do believe that the contact tracing and tracking right now uh, is actually going to be, uh, and that bill was 666. 
and they're going to be giving money to schools, giving money to pastors, giving money to doctors, you know, bribing them, you know, so that they can do that. And even when we go into the, um, like you go to Africa and different countries, they are doing the same thing. They are bribing people so that they can inject their people. So there's something deep and sinister going on spiritually. I do believe that there are, the Bible says in the book of Revelation 13, from verse 14, that um, that this, I do believe that there's a strange seed in the land that is not human. You know, when, when I started saying this, when the Lord started showing me this years ago, and I was saying that there's a strange seed in the land, people thought I was being intense. And, you know, come on, Dr. Stella, what would you say that people are not human? That's not right. The Lord showed me this years ago. But in, if you go to Revelation 13, verse 14, he said, this was, the, they were talking about the beast. I said, the, and he deceived them that dwell on the earth by the means of the miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth, that they should make an image unto the beasts which had been wounded by a sword and did live. Verse 15 says he had power to give life to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should speak and cause there as many as would not worship that image to be killed. So basically, what this scripture is saying that human beings are going to make an image of the beast and the devil will have power to give life to this image. So I do believe that people are being cloned or and the devil has life power to give them life. And that part of this diabolic team that is pushing this thing that is canceling everybody might not actually be human. What I don't know what they are, whether they are clones, whether they are genetically modified, I don't know what they are, but there's a diabolic people that are doing this stuff that don't have a soul because here the Bible says it. And of course, right now, if you Google something called Clonate, Clonate is a company in, in, in Canada that actually clone people. You know, he, they did their first clone several years ago, but they clone people. And there are many people in Hollywood right now that are saying that they're clones. So I do believe that there are diabolic people in around that, that are not human, that are part of the team that is perpetuating this cancer culture and trying to push humanity to their doom. And they are also, of course, the Luciferians. This also, the Bible talks about uh, the rulers of darkness in, of this world in the book of Ephesians. People that have sold out to the devil, given their life to the devil, and they are working with the devil to bring all of this stuff to pass. But there is a lot of evil going on in the land. And I think that the church is the only entity that has this, that God gave the ability to fight evil. I mean, there are many, many scriptures that, you know, God gave us the ability to fight evil. Luke 10, 19 says, uh, God give us power. God, the Lord has given us power or authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and all the works of darkness and nothing will hurt us. So the church is the only entity that has, has been given the mandate to fight this evil. But the church has been shut down and the church is weak and the church is asleep. So the warriors that are supposed to get up and stop this are actually out. They're in the valley of dry bones. So part of our duty right now is to pray and be calling for God to wake up the remnants and bring them out of the valley of dry bones so we can fight this battle. But Steve, if God does not interfere, everybody, I tell people, if God does not interfere right now to stop this diabolic crazy cabal, um, we should prepare to meet our God because it's not going to be long for the evil to get even so much crazier and you're not going to be able to shop without the mark. Right now in Israel, you cannot shop. You cannot go to the store. Have you heard about it? No, I haven't. Or in Israel right now, you cannot go to the gym without the vaccine passport. You can't do anything. 
And this is just really for Jews. Palestinians are, are still able to roam around. You cannot do anything in Israel without a vaccine passport. And if you go a little deeper on the Israeli case, you know that, I don't know whether you know, but a lot of the, the Jews, the, the true Israelis are being killed in this because the, the, the COVID vaccine and the COVID virus affects the um, some, you know, the interleukin-2, which is a chemical that is in regular Jews. But the people that are part of this cabal is the, um, or they call the Mossad, it's the um, Astanazi Jews. These are not like original Jews, but they are, they are people like Netanyahu and all of them, they're all, they're all Astanazis. And they don't have a problem killing people because that is part of their cabal. I've been studying, and it's something that everybody should study. Uh, if you look at the timeline of Rothschild and the, um, the Rothschild and the, uh, what do you call it, uh, this other family here, um, I'll remember the name. Their, their job is to actually destroy humanity. They cause wars. They, they've caused, I mean, they've, they caused wars and they sponsor the wars on both sides, basically. So right now, their whole evil plan is coming to a, a head. And they believe that human beings, we are the problem on earth and they should eliminate us, you know, and they are planning to. I mean, there's so much, and I want you to look into that. There's um, a document that was done in, in John Hopkins that talk about this past, past 2025 to 28. It actually was a scenario of a, a virus hitting America or hitting the nation. But it actually goes exactly the way this is going. It's as if, it just, it's as if they, are, they, are, they are practically just, we are, we are leaving that document. So they actually wrote down exactly what they're going to do, how they're going to shut doctors up, what are, what are going to say to media. The, everything was written in that document. And you should look it up and, you know, you, you probably be a, it was done in John Hopkins this past 2020, 2025. They also had another document that I looked into because of my the position where I'm in. People send me a lot of stuff. And there's another document that was done. They were looking at population projection for the year 2025. And in the year 2025, the American population was just like 99 million. I hope they've not taken that document. I'll look for it and send it to you. So basically, they are thinking about killing a whole lot of people. So imagine being in my position, knowing that this disease is completely treatable, completely preventable. This disease is not all that they said it was. And they're giving a vaccine that is going to kill people, and people are lining up to take it. When the ferrets were given this vaccine years ago, they got into a hyper. There was an immune enhancement. That's what we call it, immune enhancement. That means, let me explain in layman's term. When they inject this mRNA gene, they actually hack your gene, and then they program an mRNA into your genes to tell your body to produce the spike protein. And then your body produces spike protein. And then your system recognizes the spike protein like forum and then fights it. They use the spike protein of the virus. But here's the issue. Most vaccines, they actually just give you a killed version of the virus. They enter your system, your body produces antibody. But now they are practically making you, the human being, be like a virus so that you are actually producing the spike protein of the virus and your body is recognizing it and fighting it. But what the issue here is, your, there is no turn off switch. So we don't know what's gonna happen. 
So it's like your body continues being a virus, continues to produce the spike protein, and then your immune system continues to fight this virus. It starts producing higher and higher levels of antibodies and antigens and, and all kinds of soldiers to fight the virus because your body keeps producing it. Then what happens when you get exposed to the natural virus? Your body is going to go into overdrive, and that is going to kill a lot of people. Boy, this is so serious, and you're giving us so much to think yes. about. And I let the podcast go a little bit longer than normal because, mm-hmm. you know, these are things that we need to talk about. Yeah. And I'm thinking of how I'm going to present this because you're saying some things that I don't, I haven't studied. It's hard for me to be able to say with absolute certainty if they're right or wrong. But it, what you're saying resonates in my spirit. And I believe with free speech in our country, that we need to listen to people like you. You know, there have been a lot of uh, people that now we consider to be heroes that, at the you know, in their own day, nobody believed them. I mean, uh, probably the best example is Galileo, who said that the sun was the center of the universe, and they thought he was a nut. And of course, there have been many, many other examples. And, and I believe that you're right on many of these things and it needs to be recognized. But I want to help the listener and also the reader of my book know how they, what they can do to fight back against cancel culture. Because really, now you can be canceled if you put Stella Emanuel's mm-hmm. video on your Facebook page. They may take it off or maybe even cancel your Facebook page. And so what should people do in the face of cancel culture, uh, spoken as one who has experienced this firsthand? I think people need to start leaving some of these platforms. Like, I, I rarely post on Facebook right now. I, very, I have not closed my Facebook page, but people need to start, there's, there's, oh, there's power in the people. Number one, people have to start leaving these platforms. People have to start deciding that, um, there's, people have to start writing, like I said, writing to their senators, to their listing, to their to their senators and everything. And we need lawyers, we need attorneys that are going to sue some of these people because we are we are we are, liti- we are litigious society. So we need attorneys. Like I've been trying to look for an attorney that will sue CNN down everything for what they did to me, and I've not found an attorney that has the guts to do it. The other thing that people need to do is people need to look for information. When things don't look right, the internet is huge now. There is a lot of information out there. When things don't look right, people need to question it. We can't just follow things around like a sheep. The last thing that we need to do is the church need to wake up and pray. And pray that the veil that's upon the minds of people be torn. We need to pray. The, the leaders in the church, those that are still real leaders in the church, need to start calling for mass prayer rallies. Then you start calling for people to rise up and pray, rise up and repent before God. And when we all talk about cancel culture, it needs to start from us. It needs to start from every single one of us. This cancel culture does not work if we don't accept it. Even a lot of conservatives say, oh, we hate cancel culture but every one of them will be willing to cancel you because you don't say something that resonates with them or you don't, you don't, they don't, they are scared of the cancel culture. So we need to be able to stand boldly because 
If we don't stand boldly, we're going to get plummeted. You know what I'm saying? We have to do that. We cannot get, we cannot be like, I've made up my mind a long time ago that my life, my life is sold out to do proxy work. I'm dead to my own self. So it doesn't, you can't kill a dead person. So it doesn't really matter what people think or say. I will do right by what I think is right and what God says is right. So I'm not going to be scared and be scared to go and go hide because I'm scared that this will happen. Part of the reason why people are even taking this vaccine, Steve, is because of fear. If as children of God, fear is a thing, they use fear to cage the whole of humanity. And when people are afraid, they do irrational things. Where are the prophetic voices in the church? Where are the leaders in the church to rise up and say, no, stop. The church that is supposed to be the people that are discipling the world, the church that is supposed to be the voice of hope, has cowered down, accepted the council culture, and sat down and, you know what I'm saying? This is so crazy. The church was supposed to disciple the nations. Our commission was go into the world, make disciples of nations. The nations are going to hell right now because the church refused to disciple the nation. We stayed in our white churches, claim our breakthrough, our next level followed our own. So we became self-centered and we left the world. And then when the world started coming into the church with their money and their influence, we grabbed onto it. And we started profaning the temple of God, mixing the secret and the profane. People came into church with sin and iniquity and demanded to be accepted in their sin and iniquity. And the church accepted them. And then what did we do? They changed their doctrine on the pulpit to suit the people. This whole thing that is happening in our generation is a fault of the church. Because we were the people that were supposed to keep the world safe. And we failed. Wow. You told us so much. That's probably a good place. No, let me say one that. last thing. Let me say Go one ahead. last thing. If you've taken the vaccine, there is redemption in the blood of Jesus. You, I would say do two things. Number one. Repent, pray, pray for the blood of Jesus to flush you. Sing songs on the blood of Jesus to flush you out. In fact, there's a video I did on our YouTube channel called Redemption in the Blood to go through that redemption process. Number two, get on hydroxychloroquine, vitamin D, C, and zinc. Why you need to get on hydroxychloroquine and this vitamin D is that you don't want to even expose yourself to the virus. So I'm actually advising people that got this shot to get on hydroxychloroquine for prevention of ivermectin and pray for the blood of Jesus to flush them because their lives and they might be in danger. And they can go to our website, drstellamd.com if they need to get hydroxychloroquine nationwide. We have doctors out there. Thank you for listening to The Strang Report with Steve Strang. To read more from Steve, visit his blog, The Strang Report, on charismamag.com. Again, it's The Strang Report on charismamag.com. I just have so much respect for Dr. Stella, and I'm happy to say that just recently we signed her to do a book on this subject. Uh, We'll be saying more about that later. Meanwhile, I hope that you want to order my book, God and Cancer Culture. The easiest, fastest way probably is amazon.com. They'll ship it on the release date, September 7th. They don't charge your credit card until then. If you go to my own website, stevestrangbooks.com, you can get it earlier because as soon as the books come in from the printer, we'll send them out. 
to someone like Amazon or Barnes and Noble and all these different outlets. We ship the books. It takes a while, of course, to get them, go through their warehouses, get onto the shelves, and they don't actually start selling them until more the release date. So you may want to go to my website, stevestrangbooks.com. That's my name, Steve Strang, no periods, books with an S, um, stevestrangbooks.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this on social media. And thank you for pre-ordering this important new book.